0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Learning from Smart People. I am your host, Rob Oliver, and today we have a family show. Not that any of our shows have ever been unsafe for your family, but this is a special episode. We have not one, not two, but three guests, and they are Kelly Stikopoulos and Joanne Marzella and her daughter, Jackie Marzella. I would like to welcome all three of you to the show.
1: Hey, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Hi, thanks for having us.
0: The reason that I have brought you on today is because, first of all, a friend of yours recommended you, uh, MJ Calloway said, you've got to have uh, Kelly and her family on the show. And I was like, anybody who MJ recommends is definitely worth having. So you guys are working together on a number of different fronts, but one of the things that you're doing is a cookbook. And... This isn't just any cookbook. My understanding is, and we had the discussion on the air uh, before we got on the air. I'm not Greek, but I do understand the concept of who Yaya is. (laughs) And my understanding is that this is recipes that Yaya has passed down. Am I right in that?
2: You're, you're mostly right. Um, These are recipes that have been in our family for generations, Um, Our Yaya did pass them down. Uh, Our mom though, always took recipes and she perfected them. So if they need a little more of this or a little less of that, she just kept working on them until they were absolutely perfect. So basically this is her kitchen. This is our mom's kitchen. Our mom was always called kukla, which means doll in Greek. Um, So the whole project is called kukla's kuzina. And kuzina of course is kitchen in Greek.
0: I will tell you that I tried to do a little bit of research before the show started. And I looked up uh, Kukla Kuzina and I asked Google to translate it. And I didn't get doll. I got some other weird thing. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it might've said like frog or something. And I'm like, I don't think this is the frog's kitchen. <laughs> but. So these are recipes they've been handed down from generation to generation. And then you've got mom tweaking them. Did you have any problems codifying the recipes? Because I have, I have, some Italian friends that have passed things down and their recipes generally are a pinch and a, a dash and a handful of all these kind of things. Did that, did you have that issue in developing the, the we had that in Spain. That's
3: funny that you should say that, Rob, because um that's exactly what Greek cooking also is. I mean, it's always a pinch of this and a handful of that and a wine glass full of this and then you have to try and decipher what is a wine glass full. What your wine glass is different than my wine glass and thank God that, you know, my sister Kelly had the foresight to sit my mom down and, you know, start looking at these recipes and saying all right, you say a wine glass here, can you tell me which wine glass you used? And she would take it and then she put it into a measuring cup and it was a laborious process, but I have to say it was it was rewarding. And we are so blessed that, you know, she had the foresight to do that and, and just try to get these recipes down. And a lot of our recipes also were written in Greek, handwritten in Greek. And so wow. now did we have to decipher the measurements, but we also had to decipher somebody's handwriting, which is not always that easy to understand. And um, it, it was a very, very long process. But I, I think, you know, part of the fun of all of this, you know, just we kind of took on the spirit of our grandmother and our mother who loved tweaking recipes and, you know, making it their own and uh, sticking to the Greek island tradition. You know, we kind of have taken that on as well. And, and we like tweaking recipes. And Jackie has started tweaking a bunch of recipes. And it's, it's just such a fun process.
2: The
0: creativity is contagious. I can only imagine. So Jackie, I've got to ask you, uh, you haven't had a chance to get a word in edgewise. And I have a feeling that that's kind of a, a a staple in a a Greek family table where there's just a lot of families, there's a lot of folks talking and um, sometimes somebody has got to say, Hey, now's your chance to talk. Jackie, what is the favorite recipe that you've got? And have you kind of, had one that you've been able to tweak and put your own fingerprints on?
1: Um, Yeah, so I actually have a dairy allergy. I've had it ever since I was growing up. And my favorite recipe that I remember making the most is our Greek cookies. Um, And we make them every year around Christmas time. And it was always a family um, ordeal. You know, my aunt would come over and we'd all sit for two days straight and we'd just bake, bake, bake cookies. Um, So now we've, you know, started finding dairy-free things to mix with these cookies and make them for myself. And I feel like that's my favorite way to um, get involved is to try and make recipes that I can have. And I know other people around the world, you know, they're dairy-free or vegan and these work for them as well. So I feel it's important to try and get that out there.
0: You are so spot on. There are so many people that have food allergies or at least sensitivities and being able to take that concept that you've got Take the cookie and make it accessible to them just a wonderful thing and and i'm sure that that's making a positive impact in the world around you from this perspective i'm wondering can you give us some insight into why it's so important to you to share these recipes it to share the the greek culture because listen to me you see the stereotypical representation of greek culture on tv okay and i hope i'm not offending anybody but the stereotype is it's a bunch of people running around yelling OPA and throwing plates on the ground. Um, it's it's really so,
2: funny because we were never like that. Um, our home was not like that. Not that we don't have cousins who are like that. So whenever we visit these cousins, it was kind of fun. It was like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> and then we saw my big fat Greek wedding. We're like, oh, a lot of them are like that.
3: But we don't use the Windex. No.
2: <laughs> We use lemon <laughs> juice. <laughs> it's the all-natural it's- <laughs> alternative.
0: It's nature's index, right? Absolutely.
2: But see, our our recipes, um, what we what inspired us initially um, was our mom's cooking. Because anytime anyone came over, the way she presented the food, like she would she would do like a, a fruit salad and and do it flambe as an appetizer, and everyone was always astonished. They would come over and be like, "It's like we're going to a five star restaurant." And our mom didn't wanna open a restaurant. We had asked her several times because her two brothers had opened a restaurant. She knew how much work it was and she had no desire to do that. But when we discussed doing a cookbook together, that she was interested in. So that was what spurred the, the initial measuring things out with her to make sure we knew how to make her recipes. But our recipes come from the island of Godpathos. And this is one island that has never fully been explored exclusively and as far as the culinary um benefits of eating what they have so when you go to karpathos if you go and have a baklava it's not like your typical baklava it's layers of pastry that are cut into a spiral and then the, these these slices are deep fried and then they're soaked in a honey syrup and then sprinkled with nuts so it's it's completely different from the baklava everyone knows and that's typical of many of the recipes from that island. So that was one aspect of it, that we had something that no one else had done. And the second part was that our mom was such an exceptional cook. And if we didn't have these wonderful recipes, we wouldn't even
3: bother, it wouldn't be worth our trouble. And and beyond just being such an exceptional cook, I have to say that she was also so creative and everything was visual to her. She always felt that you don't only eat with your mouth, you eat with your eyes. And you smell the food, and so for her, it was always about creating a dish that looks so pleasing to the eye that it, whether you hated it or not, you want you wanted to taste this uh, dish. And you know she's worked for designers uh, most of her life, and you know the design element has always been in her mind, and so she always. Uh, When she prepared a meal, when we had holidays together with our family, it was always the presentation. It had to be about the presentation as well as the good eats.
0: I love that idea that it's not just a a taste experience. It is a full, as many senses as possible experience where it, it has to taste good, but then it also has to smell good. It also has to look good. And there's just so much more to it. And just how does it taste? Right.
2: She was, she was, it was about the excitement that you created by, um, by, by igniting everyone's senses in every, in every aspect so that it was a full experience. And that's what you expect when you go into a fine restaurant. Um, and especially like you, you make it look beautiful, but when it tastes even better than it looks, that's saying something. And that was always the case when she cooked and she loved to cook. It was her passion. Um, and now it's it's like we're picking up the ball and carrying it um, from what she always wanted to do during her life, which she always enjoyed. And now we get to do this as far as a business with, I get to be with my sister, which I'm sure mom would love. And then to bring in Jackie, which is like the third part of our, our group. We were always three and now we're three again.
0: Yeah, so many times in... Mediterranean culture, food is synonymous with family. It's all about sitting down together as a family and breaking bread, so to speak, and just all eating together. And that becomes really a bonding time, a time of relationships and expression. And what you're doing is carrying on that tradition, both in a written form where folks are being able to read the cookbook. You've got also a YouTube series, I understand. Tell me a little bit about what the mealtime experience is like for you beyond just the food. Is it just about the food or is there more to it like I'm thinking?
2: It's about love and history and culture. And when we eat, when we make our mom's recipes and we sit down to eat, it takes me back to a time when we had our family gatherings and I would remember moments in the kitchen and laughing with our mom or her rushing us out of the kitchen so she could finish something. Um, those memories come back and it warms the heart and it, it reminds you that it's a circle and the food is is what makes that circle keep turning. You know, it, it takes you back to that time. It warms your heart and it helps you to share those memories and the history behind them with New people that have come into your circle.
3: We also talk about many times, you know, as as we do prepare these foods, we'll talk about where they come from and how they were developed and why were they developed and the kinds of ingredients that go into these foods. It it really perpetuates a culture. Um and, and you know, culture sometimes kind of dies off. You know, people don't always talk about their culture and and it gets diluted at as we get into newer generations. And so it's really wonderful, you know, to see cultures come alive again and, you know, be able to experience someone's culture. I know that, you know, I'm going to ask Jackie to speak on this because she talked about making cookies with us, but from three years old, she was making bread. Well, she was, she was two and a half. Give her a little more credit. Okay. She was two and a half. Jackie, would you talk about that experience?
1: That experience for me, Obviously, I was two and a half. I don't really remember it, but I remember the pictures and I remember the look on my mom and my aunt's face every time we talk about it. I was kneading the bread on the table perfectly without any instruction. And I was doing it just like my grandmother would have done it. And they talk about it as if, you know, they remember her being there, like my grandmother was watching over us and she was there with us. Um, And I think it's really a beautiful experience um, for our family to just have that and know that she's constantly with us when we're cooking.
2: And that bread is our grandmother's recipe that she had written down in her notebook that we had lost for a while. And I had found it at one point and showed it to Joanne and we flipped out because it was like, we found gold because that's that bread is called Christopsomo, and it's usually made for Christmas time or any holidays. And, she our grandmother wasn't formally schooled so she wrote as she heard like in one run-on word so it was a challenge just to decipher what she wrote so we would have to say it out loud and we'd be like oh that's what it says and then we'd start laughing and i would make i'd made the bread and it came out exactly like when i used to make it with my aunt uh when i was about 10 years old so it was extraordinary to rediscover the exact recipe for that bread, and then to pass it on to Jackie, because she was really, really taken by um, making bread and working with
3: dough. Now, we, we talk about memories, you know, like, it, it takes us back even to our own childhood, where, you know, when our aunt would make that bread, and, and, you know, she would lay it aside, so it would cool down before you can cut into it, so that it would get like really nice and fluffy on the inside. And my sister and I just couldn't wait. And we go and we'd Poke a hole in the bread and and just you know grab some to eat. It's it's just like wonderful memories that you have, and and
2: these are the kinds of things that we pass down. Then of course our our aunt went into the other room and said to our mom, "I think we have a mouse." And then she said, "I think two of them." Uh-huh. So we were busted. We thought we got away from with it. Yeah, but we, we thought we were totally clever. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that that was the beauty of it because um, our aunt, our mom's sister, taught me how to make bread. And then I taught Jackie how to do it.
0: Yeah. And there's two things that I'm hearing you say. And the one is that it's about, it's about bringing back memories. And so I would imagine that it's not just the taste of the bread, but even when the bread is cooking, that there is an aroma that goes with that, that takes you to a warm and wonderful place. The other thing is about the traditions and I'm an author. I've written a couple autobiographical books and one of the things that I've come to realize is that people are not like computers, right? So if I get a new computer, I just put a USB stick in there and I download all of the information from the old computer and I stick it in the new computer and everything uploads and everything that I had now is transferred to the new computer, but people aren't like that. And what you guys have done is basically done a download of your mom and of your grandma and of you know the years of tradition and the years of family, and put that into a form that it can be passed on to others. What inspired you to really do that?
2: We were we were about four and a half, five years old when we started making cookies with our mom, and she would for Christmas she would make two hundred of each cookie, and then she would package them and give them as gifts to people at work, to her friends, to family. Uh, but while we wanted to go out and play, she made us sit down to do this, and getting older now, we realized she needed help. That's why she sat us down, but she also wanted to pass on that tradition of how to make these cookies because these are Greek cookies. They're not just, you know, cut and slice and bake cookies. So um, while we were making the cookies, she would tell us stories about our grandfather and how he grew up and our grandmother and her story. So we learned all about our family while we were sitting there making cookies that was invaluable because we wouldn't have really known much about them and their life growing up in, in Greece and in the islands and everything that they had gone through. It had, she not been sharing this. Now I know also that when she was making cookies with her mom, that's how she learned about her family. It's, it's, it's a great way of sharing. And then when you, when we're making the cookies, it takes me back to that time. And I remember the stories. So it lives on um, your own personal history as well as um, uh, the history of past family members and where you came from.
3: So it's, it's important and, and, to pass that on. And, it, and it's also, you know, like I said a little while ago, that, you know, culture seems to be disappearing. And it's important for people to remember their culture. And so even in, in both of our cookbooks that we've put out, we give the story behind the scenes. We talk about the island of Carpathos and we talk about how this came about and we talk about our mom, Kukla, and um, you know, it, it, it's just really important to be able to carry that kind of tradition on and maybe inspire people to want to reach out into their own roots and, you know, and discover what their culture is all about. And maybe this is just, it's a gateway into that for them.
2: Especially when you're cooking, you basically have your family members held captive so if you tell stories while you're doing it, it makes the time pass. And if, if something felt like a chore before, it no longer does. So it all kind of fits in together.
0: Yeah. I love the concept. I've got three teenagers and they were raised watching Food Network. So they they didn't watch cartoons and, and they love to cook, which is a phenomenal thing. Although uh, sometimes it's a little bit scary. <laughs> no, let me just segue a little bit into this. You guys aren't writers by trade, you weren't trained as writers, you weren't trained to do a cookbook. What's the backstory on how, where did you come from? And how did you get to, to writing a book?
2: Well, actually, I was I was an actress, uh, before I went to college, and then continued afterwards. And in the various things that I was doing, I ended up um, meeting some people who had a newspaper, like magazine in New Jersey, and they wanted me to write a column for them. So I started doing that, and then eventually started to become um, an entertainment writer. Um, Then I landed at Ladies Home Journal, and from one editor to the other, I ended up in the food department, and I was there for about um, five years. And I learned how to edit recipes, how to test recipes, and they made me their website editor and then their project editor for their cookbooks. So I learned the trade of editing recipes and writing through all of that experience and had I not had that, I don't think I would have attempted to do a cookbook cause I really didn't know how to do anything like that before. Um, you really need to know the, um, the editing process in order to do this or have a really good editor to do it for you. So that's where, how I landed in this. And then I continued doing it after that, but we started working on putting together a cookbook, like the large cookbook, but it's a huge project and you really need a following to to sell enough books. And it was just a lot of work. So we said, how about we put out a couple of um, smaller cookbooks beforehand? And then we start building our business that way before we get to the big book, which is our process. And because I learned how to test recipes, I showed Joanne how to do it. And she kind of uh, resisted me at first because she likes to cook in instinctively like our mom did like a handful of this and a pinch of that to be tied down to a recipe and to measure things out is tedious but it needs to be done for this project and she's become a rock star as far as testing recipes in the kitchen so i'll, I'll let you jump in here and give her take on it
3: yeah so um i will i want to give some kudos to my sister because um, she actually did the physical writing of the book she's an amazing writer and I would highly recommend her anywhere as a, as a writer, because, uh, she just brings life to so much. Like when you read the, you know, the opening of our cookbook, it, it's as if you were there. It's just so invigorating to, you know, be able to read, um, the stories that, uh, she has put down on paper and how she's developed, um, many of the backstories of each of the recipes. So it, it is a wonderful, process. I mean, I am an accountant by trade and I started out as a dancer and somehow worked my way into all of this. And cooking has always been a passion of mine. I always loved cooking with my mom. And, you know, again, I picked up that old, uh, you know, pinch of this and a handful of that from her. And it is naturally the way I'd like to cook. Um, but as Kelly said, she had to discipline me into um, measuring and making sure that we were accurate so that when other people try and make these recipes, that they come out the way they're supposed to come out. And so between Jackie and I, we love testing recipes. You know, that's, that's really our thing. Jackie loves to uh, develop recipes. She loves to test recipes with me. And we do a lot of the cooking. Uh, that's basically what we like to do. And we do our photo shoots. Um, we have some wonderful friends, you know, who have helped us out with those. And uh, you know, that's that's how we came to where we are today. And, and hopefully, you know, we can go a step further. We'd love to have a cooking show uh, to be able to expand on this. Um, as we said, there's um, we have a YouTube series that's also coming out, and and. That was really intended to be um, taking everyday recipes and twisting them to make them Greek. And so Jackie has been so instrumental in, in developing a lot of recipes. And Kelly and I collaborate so much on developing recipes. And then, you know, Kelly would go ahead and create a recipe out of things that we collaborated on. And it's, an, we really want to inspire people to get in the kitchen and cook with their families, and to do something that does not take a lot of time, because let's face it, nobody has time these days to do anything. And so, you know, if we can offer a five or 10 minute recipes, you know, something that they can put together that quickly, and, and be able to, you know, say, hey, I cook this, then I think, you know, we've, we've done our jobs. <laughs> and I think it's to, to, to do like,
2: to give a shout out to the people who are involved with the our cook the first two cookbooks when i started this we i was editing recipes we were testing recipes and all i thought in my head was build it and they will come i don't know how this is going to happen we don't have a budget i don't know how we're going to like pull off a cookbook because we need a photographer we need an art director we need all of this stuff and my friend nancy carmarcos who's an art director she was an art director for food arts at the time she said to me I'll help you design the cookbook. I'll design it for you. And then our friend, our mutual friend, Anastasios Mentis, is a wonderful photographer here in New York, and he said, I'll shoot it for you. And then a good friend that I worked with at Ladies Home Journal, Mark Amundsen, jumped in and he was a copy editor. He said, I'll copy edit the whole thing for you. I would be honored to be on this project. And we've got this beautiful book, these two beautiful books to show for it. And it just goes to show just have faith do your work and believe that it's going to happen and somehow it all comes together and it all led us to this place where we're like, what's the next step? Well, how about we do a cooking show and that's why we decided YouTube is the great place to do this. We already have a YouTube channel and putting together these mini episodes where people can cook anything from an appetizer to a cocktail to snacks. To main courses, and we could show them how to do it in two to ten minutes is a pretty cool thing, and it's it's fun. I think people will really enjoy that.
0: So what I'm hearing you say is you're learning it, or you're teaching people how to Greekify different recipes. Is that right?
3: That's it. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right, Rob. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it
3: because
2: you know what it is when you, when you go to Greece, when you when you go to people people's homes in Greece, they know how to cook. They don't make. Um, moussaka and spanakopita every day, they, they cook using the ingredients, the seasonal ingredients they have available, the, the spices that are naturally known as Greek spices or Greek herbs, and they throw things together. So we figured like our cousins do that on the island. It's not like a known recipe for a Greek food, but it's Greek because of the way they make it. So why can't we do that? We'll take like American recipes or a common recipe that everybody knows and we'll just spin it and make it Greek. And it really works.
0: I love it. Listen, if people are interested in getting a hold of your cookbooks, finding out your YouTube channel, where is the best place to contact you?
2: It's, uh, our website has all the links and all the information. We've got links to our blog. Our blog has lots of free recipes that I throw on there. Um, it's com, and that's K-U-K-L-A-S-K-O-U-Z-I-N-A.com. And it's got, like I said, links to all our social media and you can check out our blog and get some free recipes.
0: Fantastic. And I will put that in the show notes just in case no one speaks Greek and <laughs> they mess up on the spelling in that. Uh, listen, you guys have been fantastic. It's obviously something that you are very knowledgeable about. You are smart. I have learned a lot from you. Are you ready to do three questions to establish your humanity?
3: Sure. Sure.
0: Yes. All right. So, Jackie, first question is for you. What is your favorite quote or favorite memory of of Yaya, of your grandma?
1: Well, that's actually a tough one because I never met her. She passed before I was born. Um, So maybe pass that on to either my mom or my aunt.
3: My favorite, um, I I don't know that it's a quote, but my most endearing uh, memory of my mom is that she would call everyone Kukla and everyone called her Kukla because she loved with all her heart. And she just always, when she saw you, Kukla, how are you? And it was very, very endearing. And I will always remember that about her.
0: I I love it. Um, Kelly question for you is what advice would you give to somebody else who is looking to start a project that, who has um, an idea for something, whether it's a, a cookbook or a, a way to carry on their family ideas? What advice would you have for other writers or entrepreneurs?
2: Um, if it's about your family, I would say life is short, unfortunately, especially these days. Sit that family member down Sit down all the family members that that you still have with you, and talk to them and ask them questions and write things down because many, especially older people, I, I get this a lot from uh, our subscribers. They they say we had a, I have my yaya she was from us and she made these wonderful recipes. You have them. She died and she never wrote it down. It was all in her head. So mm-hmm. sit down and cook with them. Write things down, ask them lots and lots of questions about their family and their parents and their grandparents and what they did and document everything, record it. So you have their voices and you never forget them. And then surround yourself with people who know the business of what you want to start and learn from them as well. Google is great, especially when you're trying to learn how to use InDesign. (laughs) Um, there when you're stuck and you don't know how to do something and you can't figure it out, just, I I can't stress it enough. Have a lot of faith, have put in a lot of prayer. God answers prayer. And, and if he didn't, we wouldn't be where we are right now. So it's, it's a major, major um, factor in what we do. And um, we are really, really spiritual people. Our mom brought us up that way. It's, it's a beautiful thing to have because it gives you peace. And you just knowing that everything's going to work out.
0: That is spot on. I really appreciate that. Joanne, you get to answer kind of a question and a half. Uh, And so the last question goes to you. And that is what has been kind of a fun side benefit of being able to work together with your sister and your daughter?
3: Wow. Side benefit. Um, The side benefit is that um, we have grown closer and we've learned to appreciate each other. I think we bring out the best in each other uh, as we work because it's a struggle at times. It's not not an easy process. Um, Sometimes we will argue back and forth about the merits of of a recipe or how it's to be presented. But in the end, we come out as one and we've learned to appreciate each other's talents. And uh, we've learned that Don't put the cart before the horse. Um, It's it's been a process. You know, Kelly has worked very hard on our social media. Unfortunately, we did that first and then uh, decided to do our cookbook. And so it took away from the process of uh, presenting our cookbooks. We did some demos, but we didn't have a cookbook. We did social media, but we didn't have cookbooks. And, um, you know, so one of the things I would, really urge people is that if you do have a project such as this, that you first work on your project and then work on building the social media behind it. It's something we learn together. And I think if not for going through that hard process, we wouldn't have learned it. And I know that one of my mom's um, dying wishes, when she always looked at me and my sister and she said, you two are equal. And she said, be together. And so I feel like we have uh, fulfilled her wishes and hopefully she's looking down and and she's happy. And, you know, as Kelly said, you know, our faith is very important to us. You know, we are Greek Orthodox. I have a a really very strong uh, church community, our parish priest, our pastoral minister, and many friends uh, who support us and um, are always looking out for us. And I feel like that all in combination has brought us, all three of us closer together.
0: Yeah, in some ways, what I'm hearing you talk about is that food is actually a vehicle upon which relationships are built. And you guys have built these relationships, you've got the family relationships, you've got the church relationships, you've got even the community relationships and the folks that were able to help you in creating what you've done. And ultimately at the end of the day, I think, that is a testimony to what your mom built into you, and it's very admirable.
2: All of these, all of these elements are, are intertwined. Yes. So it, it gives her a rich life, you know.
0: It does. Listen, Joanne, Jackie, and Kelly, thank you guys all for being on the show. Uh, folks, go out, get their cookbook, watch their YouTube stuff. I am just so excited about this. I hope that all of my listeners have enjoyed the interview today. And I will remind you all, when you stop learning, you stop living. Have a great day, everybody.